Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. I'm Daniel and I'm glad you're with me again this week. And today I have Anita Perry from Sugar and Sloth. And if you haven't seen her stuff, I don't know where you've been because she does a lot of positive... uh, Are they cartoons, Anita? Yeah, characters. Characters, that's it. So hello, Anita, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited. Uh, Look, it's my pleasure. As I said to you before we started, I love the stuff you're doing. It's always so happy and... Uh, just it, it's just a, a really good change to I guess what characters normally come out you know it's usually someone picks someone else's character and then puts a little um, blurb about it but yours are all yours yeah absolutely um yeah no I love I love creating um creating the characters it makes me really happy all right so let's start off um let's go back a bit before sugar and sloth what were you doing before you started creating sugar and sloth um, well, actually, I want to go. I want to go right back. Go uh, right back because I think, yeah, I think that's where it kind of all began. Um, so when I was at school, I absolutely hated school. I had a really tough time. Um, was bullied. Didn't really have any friends. Um, it was undiagnosed at the time, but I had um, dyslexia and dyscalculia. Well, I have. So things were a bit of a struggle. Like for example, I, you know, I couldn't. I still struggle with telling the time, but I couldn't tell the time like at all until I was a teenager. Right. Um, and I was very ashamed of this. Um, you know, my my worst nightmare would be having to go up and write something on the board because I just wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. And I kind of got into this this habit of like working really really hard. I felt like I wasn't enough. I felt like there was something wrong with me. Um, so working really hard into the evenings, getting very anxious and upset, um, just for the same results as my peers who were just like hanging out and playing football and things. So I found, yeah, uh, most subjects really tough, but for me, art was an escape and it seemed like there was no rules with art. There was no right and wrong. I could just draw things and it was all okay. Uh, So that's where my love, my love of designing characters and art and things all happened. Um, So I went to study art at university which I really loved. And then um, I kind of bounced around to a lot of different jobs, um, working in, working as a waitress, working in sales, heli sales, cleaning, like loads of different things. Um, But kind of never really finding something I was passionate about. And then I decided to teach myself Adobe Flash, which is um, this web design program. Yeah, and it's completely not used anymore. Uh, But there was a real need for it, yeah, Yeah. at the time. Um, So I thought, well, that's a skill. I can get that and be employable and create websites. So I did that and I started doing design and things. But um, the jobs I was doing, it was was for very corporate companies. So, you know, things like designing pie charts and, you know, presentations from the chairman and not, not like... Uh, chunky dinosaurs and unicorns and things that make me happy um so I just that's when I kind of got like into a into a low low period really really feeling um depressed and anxious um and it was it was a really tough time so I started creating these characters and putting words to them and using it as a way to express my feelings, yeah. which made me feel better. But the real turning point was when I started sharing them and realized that they could actually make others feel better yeah. and they, they were relatable. And it wasn't just me feeling this way. Other people could see it and relate to it and be like, oh, God, like I feel this way as well. 
Um, so that was really lovely. And that was how Sugar and Sloth was born by sharing on social media. And also I started doing a market stall on the weekends, yeah. printing into cards and cushions and things. And that's where the community aspect of it came about, which is my absolute favourite part of Sugar and Sloth. That's why we do it. And, you know, people could kind of stop and, and chat at the stall and on social media as well. And it was this lovely, this lovely group of uh, <laughs> misfits um, and we could kind of all, all find each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of just grown from there. Um, and something something more recently, actually, um, that's been that's been massive for me. So having the community it's a lot centered around our facebook group and we do events and things um it's really lovely supportive safe space and during the pandemic um that was when i think sugar and soft really became valuable because it was kind of what can we do for the besties to support them everyone's having really tough times for different reasons and there was a lot of loneliness so we started doing these live, these live uh, events every week, which we still do now. Yep. And um, it was the first time I'd really been live on video. I love, I love video because um, I think because I'm dyslexic, like writing something, writing a blog post would be a massive deal. Yeah, yeah. It would take me such a long time. But video, I can just blurt out what I want to yeah, say yeah. and get the message across. It's brilliant. And you can um, also, you can also hear your enthusiasm for what you're doing. It's very, it's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's so healing being able to make a tiny difference to other people and just create this place where they can come together. And, you know, I can't, I can in no way take credit for the community because it's the besties that make it amazing. But seeing them a little bit happier because of the, the community and having this space is really lovely. Um, but something interesting that happened when I started doing the, the live videos um, was I started getting all these emails and things that I hadn't had before saying, oh, like, Anita, I didn't know you had ADHD. Like, how long have you had ADHD and things? And I was like, I don't have ADHD. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was getting I was getting a lot of it. Um, and in our bestie community, we've always had a lot of really high percentage of neurodiverse besties. Yeah. Um, and I kind of thought, oh, maybe that's from, from the dyslexia or it's just, it's just really relatable. Or, you know, perhaps uh, I suppose um, neurodiverse individuals are more likely to get bullied and feel isolated. And that's the kind of people that we welcome into the community. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really think too much about it. And then I was just getting so many messages. I was like, OK, I've got to check out this ADHD thing. What's it all about? Um, and as soon as I did, I was like okay yes that's exactly me that's exactly me it was almost like I'd lost my personality because all the the quirks and things I was like well what who is Anita because I'm just this <laughs> complete <laughs> cookie cutter ADHD lady um but that's really that's really helped me um knowing that over the past couple of years and then and then coping strategies because you know a lot of the stuff that I've said bouncing around between different jobs and feeling having low self-esteem um and things like that is just the classic uh ADHD traits so so knowing that has really really helped me build my self-esteem I'm like okay I've lost my keys for the 700th time today but I'm not stupid it's because of the way my brain works and I can have these coping strategies to help me navigate life better um and it's just it's just ironic and lovely that you know, these these live sessions and things that were to help the besties have actually ended up helping me in this massive way of like self-discovery. So that's been, yeah, that's been amazing. I mean, that is that. really amazing, isn't it? That you do something and create something yourself and then you don't even realise you've got ADHD, 
but people tell you you do and then you realise you do and it, it must be life-changing because all of a sudden you go, wow, it isn't me, well, well, it is you, but this is why I am this way. And you can do a lot more different things, can't you? Because you learn your coping yeah. strategies, you you realise that people really care about you because they're saying to you, you know, I think you might have ADHD and you're like, oh, no, don't think so. And then, yeah, so you've really gelled with people. That's amazing. It's, yeah, it's really lovely. Um, I think because because of the, the kind of the specific art, um, it was, without me knowing it, it was really attracting others that had ADHD because they were like, oh, that's so relatable. Um, but yeah, it's a really lovely space on the internet. And anyone, you know, I've said neurodiverse I've said people who don't have many friends but actually um, what's lovely about it is that everyone is welcome to be a bestie um, that's the word we use for our customers but you don't have to buy anything to be a bestie You're welcome to come into the space we've got free emails and free text messages that we send out as well so that's I really just lovely. saw your text messages the other day they're really good oh, I've like signed yeah. up but I saw them on Facebook and I was like oh wow isn't that a great idea it's really nice. Yeah. Um, I think I, I don't really get any text messages unless it's, you know, my, my phone provider. Um, it's all like WhatsApp and, and things like that now, which just feels a little bit less personal. I think when you get a text message, there's something really old school and wonderful about that. So how long has Sugar and Sloth been around then since you started as a business? So that was, uh, well, we officially started six years ago. I say we, but it was just me. Yeah. Um, and that was when I was out on my market stall. Uh, yeah. You know, some some weeks it was really cold and making no money. So I'm not sure if it really counts that that's when I was a business. Uh, but that's when I was out there spreading the word of sugar and sloth. Yeah. Uh, and then it was, I think it was just a year before the pandemic that I quit my full-time job um, and then and then went, you know, full steam ahead with sugar and sloth and, you know, ups and downs. But, yeah, it's the best, best thing I've ever done. So can you tell me about any of your favourite characters? I mean, I just, I said to you before, I've found a couple that I really like, but I really like the one that says, I didn't punch anyone today. And I think it's got a love heart <laughs> on its chest. <laughs> yeah, that's Michelle. Um, Michelle. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So all of the characters, um, which is something I want to work more on this year, um, all of the characters have names and backstories. And they're not. it's not always immediately obvious and shown when you just see um, a graphic of them. But, yeah, yeah. they all have like, their stories. And uh, I definitely want to go deeper into that. A lot of it is, is based on the besties and their own struggles. Um, a lot of them are passive aggressive <laughs> and, uh, and that kind of thing. And they have their own struggles. But, yeah, I think Arnold, Arnold the dinosaur has got to be my favourite. Um, the one that says uh, prehistoric pyjama party? No, no. Oh. Um, so... Arnold, yeah, Arnold is um, our, our chonky dinosaur and he just pops up quite a lot. Um, but no, the prehistoric pyjama party, so that comes about and it's the reason there's so many characters as well. So every month with the subscription box, the besties vote for a theme. Uh, so we have a completely different theme each month and prehistoric pyjama party is the theme for January. It actually doesn't contain any dinosaurs because we oh. have a dinosaur theme. They're just so popular. We have a dinosaur theme at least once or twice a year. So I'm like, okay, this, this theme is one. You've given me this theme to design for. I'm not going to include any dinosaurs. Don't get mad. Um, but I'm going to do dodos and woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers and just get some other characters, like keeping it, keeping it fresh, keeps yeah. me excited about about it as well so yeah every every month there's new characters 
And you do a subscription box as well. Is that a monthly thing? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's Tiny Hug Club. That is our subscription box. And that's what I get the theme for every month. And then yeah. everything is designed, yeah, just for the box. Um, and that's and I think that's that's really helped in in pulling the besties together as well, because there's this shared experience of opening this box every month. So it always includes some fun, some fun items that I've designed, but also some more meaningful items. Um, so we've got a little a little notepad um, this month kind of to work through about letting go. I've really played on the prehistoric. So it's letting go of past mistakes. It's like a little workbook to work through that. So there's always like a deeper meaning as well. Wow. Yeah. See, that's what I loved about it was that you had a character and then you had a little uh, quote underneath it. And yeah, there was the I don't didn't punch anyone today. But then there's things like what's that word? Uh, Self-love is not selfish. So it's a lot of those good quotes that are really positive. And I think, you know, the people that follow you might not actually follow positive stuff online. And to see it as a character as well, I think it's more grabbing because you see the character and you go, oh, that's what they're saying. You know, so I think it resonates more to people. Yeah, um, I've become a lot fluffier, I think, as Sugar and Sloth has progressed because because I used to see those quotes and it would make me feel sick. Right. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, all about the the positivity and the affirmations and things. And I am actually a lot, a lot about that now. Yeah. Um, but that's what I try to do, kind of, kind of balance it with some sarcasm. Maybe it's because I'm British as well, but we can't be too nice and fluffy. We have to be a bit sarcastic and dark. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of see it as a bit of a, a bridge. Um, and you know, in the, my very early stuff, it was completely taking the, I shouldn't swear, should I? Completely taking the Mickey yeah. um, <laughs> out of that kind of thing. Um, and as I've explored it, actually, they, that kind of thing is really helpful. Yeah. Um, and it is actually really nice because because you're telling yourself things anyway about yourself. So you may as well make the conscious decision to tell yourself positive things. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of journey I've been on. And hopefully I'm sharing that with the besties and, and squeezing in those little bits of positivity behind like a swearing dinosaur. Um, so it's, it's getting out there. And look, yeah, as you say, with the sarcasm and uh, a bit out there, that is stuff that, I guess a lot of normal people, not normal people, but people who read affirmations and quotes wouldn't normally go for, but you're getting the other people who would go, oh, I don't read affirmations. Oh, I don't believe in meditation, but they see yours and they go, actually, I like that. That's funny. And it's, you know, it grabs them and then they'll see the next one and then they'll hook into you. And then they start having all these positive experiences that they didn't know they really wanted to have because affirmations and meditation is a bit too out there, but this is not out there. It's, it's more, it's easier for people to accept. And especially when you see the little character, I'm holding my hand up and I have no character in it. But, you know, when they see a little character, they go, oh, that's nice. And then they read the affirmation underneath. So it is giving them a positive outlook without actually thinking that they're looking at positive stuff. Yeah, that's the secret evil plan beneath sugar and sloth. We hook people in and then, and then spew positive affirmations at them, yeah, without them noticing. Um, but no, it's, it's been a, it's been a really nice journey. Like I completely overshare on on Facebook lives and Instagram stories and things. And you know, so so meditation was something that is recommended for anxiety and depression and for everything really. And I could not get on board with it for such yeah. a long time. Um, and, then, and then it kind of clicked for me and I did get on board and it's really nice to uh, kind of have two way conversations with the besties on how they're finding stuff like that as well and kind of grow together. Yeah. 
So do you mind me asking about your ADHD? So when you realized you had ADHD, did you go and see someone who went, here's your diagnosis or did you work it out yourself? So um, initially, yeah, I just started getting all of these emails and I was like, okay, uh, this is a sign. <laughs> this is many signs. I need to have a look at this. Um, and I started doing, I just just had a general look and I, I just listened to some podcasts actually. And I was like, okay, this sounds really, really familiar. Um, even, you know, going back to struggles at school and things. Um, and then I, I kind of did an online, it's not a, a proper diagnosis, it's just kind of an online thing yeah. um, that you can do and it gives you an idea and then you take that to a mental health professional. Um, yeah. So I got that far. Um, and then <laughs> we're very lucky in England to have the NHS. Anyone who has tried to get mental health support through it, um, you know, will know there's very long waiting lists. Yeah. Um, so I do hope to get the formal diagnosis. You know, it's probably going to be a couple of years realistically. Yeah, so kind of waiting on the actual official stamp. But yeah, pretty uh, pretty confident that that's, yeah, that's the situation. Uh, look, I, I mean, look, the thing is, is that you've come to terms with it and you've done your quiz thing that tells you the things that you might have to have ADHD. And I think if you're comfortable with it, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to have an official diagnosis, does it? Because you're already Absolutely starting not. to work through the, the coping skills and the different things you can do. And if you, as you said, if you lose your keys for the 700th time of the day, you don't go, oh, I'm stupid. You go, oh, it's just the way my brain is. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, knowing that has been um, life-changing and I've listened to a lot of audio books about it and yeah, putting into place those coping strategies. So the only reason um, for me to pursue the formal diagnosis would be to try medication, uh, which, you know, is something I think could probably help um, for that focus. Uh, and I would like to try it. And again, I'd love to share that journey with the besties. Um, I think there's not having extensively researched ADHD, um, there's not a ton of information, especially about women, because they are underdiagnosed because it presents differently in women to men. Yeah. Um, not a ton of information about that and going through the NHS and that kind of thing. So I'd love to uh, share that journey and hopefully that will have a positive impact. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm sure it will because, you know, you're, you're in a space at the moment where you ooze positivity and fun so if you shared that journey with your followers I mean that would be an amazing journey but you know they probably wouldn't even see any different because they'd go we know you the way you are anyway yeah uh, yeah one of the main struggles for me um <laughs> and I think a lot of a lot of business uh, owners have have ADHD it's meant to be quite common because um you're always excited to start new things but yeah I definitely struggle in following things through uh, yeah. and focusing um, and that kind of thing. So yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to go down that avenue and see if that can help. So can you tell me two of your favorite characters in Sugar and Sloth? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So it's got to be Arnold. So I know, I know no one can see this, but I've got a plushie of Arnold that we've had made. Um, and he is my absolute favorite. Uh, and he's, he's the one that we've kind of, uh, I've kind of developed the most in terms of character. So he's the passive aggressive dinosaur. Um, and you know, he's, uh, he's quite shy. He can be very anxious in social situations and it's often mistaken as grumpiness. Um, but we all know he's, he's a softie and he just needs a hug. Uh, so that's Arnold. And then well, I just have to tell you there that, you know, I've seen all your little Little characters on Facebook and that and I go oh yeah but I actually got a bit of a oh there's Arnold when I saw him because he's <laughs> a toy and he seems more real <laughs> 
yeah and you know what it's probably partly the ADHD that I have we have literally thousands of characters um and it is when we really focus on a character and develop them and you yeah. know they they interact with the bestie so he, he has a little dance at my bestie tea parties which is the live events we have every week yeah um, so yeah he's really well known um, and then I've got a frog, a frog character, again, a beanie. I know no one can see this. Um, and that's Pit Pat the Frog. So I, I just really like frogs. Um, so there's a lot of frog characters. Uh, so yeah, Pit Pat is a little, a little frog character. Um, she's just very, very shy. Uh, and, you know, needs to really get to know people before she can open up. And again, I think my favourite characters are often the ones from the current box. So, so each subscription box has new characters in and I get very excited by the new characters. Yeah. Um, so it's those as well. But it's hard. It's like choosing a favourite between all my babies. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> I just love how you have little stories that run around them as well because it, it brings them to life, doesn't it? It's a whole story. This is what this animal is. And I guess that makes people bond more because they actually feel like they know the character, they know what what it's gone through or what it's doing, you know, like Arnold is shy and passive aggressive, you know. That's good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, and it's um, being able to to see yourself in a character, I think, and have a bit of a laugh about it because um you know I try and use humor a lot and, and and sometimes that really rubs rubs people newer to the brand rubs them up the wrong way um and they do get quite angry about it sometimes but um because because it's a lot from personal experience for me everyone's different but for me being able to laugh at it is so important and and laugh at these these situations and things and kind of have that as a character and then seeing yourself as that character it's a lot easier to talk about I think yeah look the personal touch to it and what you've been through and I think that's what you see when you see the character with the quote is that you feel like it's something that you've probably experienced and that's come through into the character Um, I know like when I do positive stuff on on Instagram sometimes if I'm having a bad day and something goes wrong that might be my next post but I put it in a way that's sort of positive but it's also showing how I felt for that day and someone said to me the other week oh were you a bit upset that day and I go no why and they go oh this one and I go oh, actually yes I was but that that's the way it came through so that I guess the more people know you the more they get to relate to where it's coming from in your life yeah definitely yeah and I suppose you know, I mean, I say, I say it's to help the besties. It's so much to help me because when the besties are saying, oh, me too. Like, I feel like that. Like, yeah, it's just that that sharing of experience is really powerful. All right. So how do people get in contact with you and Sugar and Sloth? I know you're on Instagram. Do you have a website? You do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're everywhere. So Omnipresence is is my goal. Yeah, so we're on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and the web and it's Sugar and Sloth, at Sugar and Sloth everywhere. Okay, so sugarandsloth.co.uk? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm in Australia, so we don't want .com.au. <laughs> No, no, we have .com. We don't have uh, .com.au oh. yet. We do have a lot of besties in Australia, though. Oh, do you? And I'm, yes, um, oh. and I'm always so, so like, thankful when they join the Bestie Tea Parties, which is the live event, because at my time, they're at 8.30 in the evening, and that's very early for yourselves, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so they always have to make an extra special effort to turn up, so that's really lovely. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Okay, is there anything else you want to add? Oh, I like the one as well that says I stay weird. Which character is that one? 
Um, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a crow. Uh, so he is from our um, Vampire Pet Shop box, which was our October box. Wow. Uh, and do you know what? He doesn't even have a name um, because a lot of the characters, so there's new characters in every box and there's there's uh, more prominent characters. And he was just a little button badge, um, just a little minor character. But he has created a little bit of a fan base. So I think we need to name him and get him a backstory, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really like that one, I Stay Weird, because I think, you know, that's a badge I could wear because I, I don't think there is a normal anymore. I think we're all weird and that's the way we grow. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and just to say from that then, um, I've talked about the Bestie community, but, yeah, absolutely, everyone is welcome to join. Um, on our website, there's links to our Facebook group and our text club. Um, so, yeah, we're very very welcoming all right beautiful well thank you so much it was great to speak to you and thank you so uh, much for having me here i really appreciate it oh look as i said to you in the beginning i love your stuff i think it's just amazing and it's what we need at the moment because we've been through a couple of really challenging years and seeing your stuff online always makes me go oh wow that's made me feel better today especially the really weird ones i go oh actually i really like that (laughs) Yeah, the weird ones. Yeah, the weird ones go down well. Thank you. No worries. Okay. Well, thank you and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Amazing. Thank you so much. No worries. Bye-bye. Well, that was another episode of Life Changes You. If you want to contact us, we're available on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we also have a website, lifechangesyou.com.au. So until next time, take care of each other and thanks for listening.